Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back, After Buzzers, to the After Show for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. We missed you. We missed you. We missed you. So tonight, we're getting all into it. We're talking about the makeup and the breakup of Nene and Marlo. We're talking about the the Bailey barbecue. We're talking about regifting and and edge control and all of this and more is coming up for you next. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, 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 hey you guys. guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. We have missed you through the holidays, but we are back and full force and getting caught up with everybody. <laughs> All right, you guys. I am Erica Edwards, and I'm filling in for Leanne. We miss you, Leanne, and we miss Drew tonight, but tonight... We're here. We're holding it down. Me and the amazing Danny B. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, y'all. All right, you guys. So we're doing tonight, we're doing episodes four, five, and six. But stay tuned till the end because we still got tweets. And, of course, we know there's always news and gossip. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Um, but, yeah. So overall, on all three of these episodes, Chica... How did you think? What did you think? I really liked these episodes. I think that this last episode was the shadiest, of course. Miss Kenya did not, like, she was not playing with the shade. But I think overall, like, these were three really shady episodes. I I loved all three of them. I totally agree. I think they all had shade from different folks. Mm -hmm. So it was very interesting. But And certainly, I think, for episode five and for episode six, Kenya kind of showed out a little bit in both of those mm-hmm. episodes. I must totally agree with you on that. So let's, you know, let's kind of do a quick recap of episode four, which was like a million weeks ago for me. But um, yeah, so love, marriage, and sour peaches. And uh, okay, so we were, t- so episode four dealt with a lot of the Nini and Cynthia kind of the back and forth of their dynamics mm-hmm. and who's speaking to media and when, which we all sort of discussed here, I think, the last time we were here, too. And so finally, we get a chance to see Nene and Cynthia kind of face off on the, uh, you know, during Pride weekend on the parade and on the float. And it was interesting to see that Nene was kind of cold. I mean, it was interesting to see, I think they both were kind of nervous about mm-hmm. it. And it was interesting interesting I think to see their uh, interaction and what I really thought was so sweet was Noelle being like mom is it okay if I talk to her she spoke to me and I really appreciated that Nini wasn't like kind of crazy with Noelle Mm -hmm. by like you know relation or whatever so what was your opinion about the whole float scene well I didn't I didn't expect Nini to like be as nice as she was I expected her to be like hey girl you know and keep it moving but I think that she, I don't think that Nini is like mean to kids, you know? Right. Unless it's like Kim's kids, Brielle, because they're jumping in stuff. Right. But Noelle, like she's not in anything. She's like an innocent person. And I think that Nini really loves Noelle, you know? Absolutely. Because they absolutely. We're like sisters, you know? Yeah. Um, her and Cynthia. 
But um, I'm proud of Nene for that. But I don't know. The way Nene is, like, kissing and hugging lately, especially, like, the last episode, I'm just like, okay, when we don't like people, why are we still kissing and hugging? And I think a lot of the other girls are like, why are we kissing and hugging still if we know that we don't like each other? You know what well, I, mean? I took it as that she's trying to come off like, I'm the queen bee. You're not stressing me. I'm like the fake Hollywood chick now. I don't mm-hmm. need you. Because to me, it just comes off... Honestly, it just comes off so, so fake mm-hmm. that it doesn't even... She's not really kissing you. She's just kind of like kissing you like Hollywood people be doing. Smooches, let's do lunch. Yeah. Like, that's exactly how she's coming to it, which just looks weird and whack. Because it's like, boo, we in Atlanta. We up the street. You know, we we might go to Decatur. Why are you acting like you are in Beverly Hills? You're not all of, you know. Mm-hmm. To me, it just seems almost as if it's condescending, to be honest, the way she's yeah. doing it. Like, oh, thank you. You know, like when... uh Cynthia was like, oh, you look lovely. She was just like, oh, you know, it was just so, it was almost irritatingly fake. It was like, yeah. I'd rather you, I'd rather you not speak, mm-hmm. to be honest, because at least it seemed, it would seem more real. Mm-hmm. So um, I agree with you. It's like, it, yeah, like I would be like, look, don't touch me. Like, you know, we ain't cool. Ain't no reason. We don't have yeah. to fake it. We, ain't, you don't have to act here. Ain't no, you know, you're not getting paid double because mm-hmm. you acting twice. So yeah, Facts. just, you know, just speak, girl. You don't have to do all that extra acting. So, um. So now what I do think is interesting in all of these episodes, I used to love Marlo for her shadiness. Mm -hmm. And I'm liking the nice Marlo. Not as much as I like the shady Marlo, but I know that that's my own personal dark issues. And (laughs) I like to see the petty. But um, but it's interesting to see uh, how Marlo kind of is starting to mediate between Cynthia and... And Nini. So first we see Marlo and uh, Cynthia have their luncheon. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Cynthia is, is sitting with Eva and Marlo, you know, and so Eva's like, oh, okay. And then Marlo comes. And it's so funny because um, Cynthia's like, well, I don't know, you know, why she wants to do lunch with me. But uh, I think she, um, you know, she's, she's, we know she's team Nini. And so it's interesting because. Marlo comes, and even though it's a new Marlo, she was still kind of shady to Eva, like, mm-hmm. off the, like, top. Although Eva was like, okay, I'm going to take my lunch to go. Mm-hmm. It got up and packed. But how did you feel about how Marlo interacted with Cynthia, and, you know, to kind of mediate and trying to, you know, work it out? And then also, on the same hand, be shady with Eva, like in that moment. Yeah. How did you think feel about that? Story? Um. Well, Eva getting up and leaving is like, sis. Like you need to deal with it because it seems like this is recurring with her. She always gets up, gets up and leaves when Marlo comes around, and that's not going to resolve anything. I think she just wants to keep the shade going, and Marlo right. is all for keeping the shade going. Yes. But I don't think that Marlo is choosing a side this season, which I kind of like. I mean, she. It's kind of like damned if she does, damned if she doesn't, because right. Nene got up and walked away when she was like, well, I think that both of you guys should apologize. Nene was mad. Right. You know, so if she says one thing to one person, they'll be mad. If she says one thing to the other person. I think she needs to, she feels maybe stuck in the middle of it, but I think she needs to just be like, you know what? At this point, 
y'all handle it, do whatever you want to do, like, I'm too grown for this, you know? Right. Now, I kind of like the fact that I think legitimately, if she is Nene's friend, then I like the fact that if, because I do strongly feel if you're a real friend, you say when they're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I respect her a lot for that, and not just sort of, okay, if Nene is going to dog Cynthia, I'm going to be in here dogging her too. So I do respect that we're seeing that in her a lot. I think that's a good thing. And, uh, you know what, I honestly, real, real talk, I feel like Marlo is sitting back, or maybe she got new management or something, but somebody is like, boo, this is what you need to do to get a peach. Period. I'm not trying to say she don't really love Nene or she don't really love anybody, but I think she finally has, because they're looking like, do you see all these other little sorry people up in here that that been getting peaches and been fired and you still a friend of the show all these years later? Get it together. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like we're finally seeing her make a play for Andy put me on. Yes. And so not that she's not authentically trying to mediate, but I think she wants us to put her she's changing the narrative that we say about her to get in that peach spot and this is very helpful since we all know she has a criminal background so (laughs) this will help her because we'll see her like you know we're trying to see more of her and it is a good balance so i'm not saying she's not necessarily being authentic but i think she's going for a spot because she she's you know i mean especially some of the other people i know she's got to be thinking like and i still ain't got one she needs so she's going and she's going hard but i like that she's deciding to do it in a way of being nice and bringing people together and not going like she usually with her strength which Mm -hmm. would be shadiness yeah so that i actually am liking so now we see a little bit more of now what's interesting in all of these episodes is like candy has all these like magical backdoor friendships with people that I'm just surprised with sometimes. Mm-hmm. So she's like really, really close with Kenya. And then she's having lunch with Nini. And it's just, it's interesting because Candy is now sort of that person that at this moment isn't really beefing with too much of anybody. Mm-hmm. So everybody can kind of, everybody can tape with her. Yay. Right. So, so, but Candy seems, Candy and Portia seem to be the people that Kenya is going to, you know, because for some reason we haven't really seen her go to Cynthia as much, but she's going to Candy and Portia about her troubles with her marriage. So in uh, this episode, we do see some of the, uh, of her talking to Candy and clearly Candy seems like she has met Mark and she seems like she knows more of what's in their marriage than anyone. Mm -hmm. And so we find out, you know, um, kind of how they ended up resolving their anniversary trip. And she really kind of breaks down in front of Candy. Mm -hmm. What did, how did you feel about that? Well, I cannot believe that he did not go on that trip with them. That's crazy. But, like, who doesn't want a nanny to be with them on the trip to hang out with their, you know, so that they can get away and hang out with their wife? Right. Clearly that means he does not want to hang out with her. Right. You know, like, he doesn't want to be around her when it does not have to do with their child. So, you know, it's her turn to open her eyes and be like, okay, well, I'm going to walk away from this or I'm going to do whatever, whatever, because it's just not working. And, like, the whole him calling her out of her name, I was not surprised because the way that he speaks to her on camera, like the only thing he's not doing is calling her out of her name on camera. But he like puts her down in every other way on camera. Exactly. That's assuming that he actually is speaking and responding to what she's saying. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, he's just ignoring her. And so, yeah, so that was interesting to really see her sort of um, break down in that moment. And so um, outside of her issues with Mark, which 
I would think would be plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, she is still kind of feeling some kind of way about Eva and her, you know, she didn't bring her kids to the party and the energy and all this other stuff. And so she decides and she tells Candy, okay, I'm going to give, um, I'm going to get, I'm going to re-gift this doll because it didn't come to me in the right energy. And Candy is like, girl, you know, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she kind of decides to do it. What are your feelings on that? You could have thrown that doll away. If it's negative energy on the doll, you want to transfer it to somebody else's child? No. <laughs> like, as soon as she told me that, I would have said bye. Tossed it right in the trash. Nobody wants that doll if you feel like it's a negative energy for your child. You want to give it to somebody else's child? Okay. And more importantly, um, does she not have any friends? She could give it to the Salvation Army. The right. fact that you want to give it to Portia at another function in front of Eva, it's like, okay, well, then it's like... Just give it back to Eva because she has a daughter. But like why? Like at this point, you can say I'm going to re-gift it and just give it to some, you know, there are other people with children Mm -hmm. in Atlanta. So you could just have given it to somebody. But the fact that you are going to tell Portia about it and then give it to Portia at the party, it's like, oh, really? Is this what we're doing? Yeah. (laughs) So it's really, it's really, it's really kind of like kind of crazy on that one. Um. All right, so let's just let's move on from episode four to episode five, where we do actually do get to the Bailey Q. And um, but before we go to the Bailey Q, since we know Nini wasn't invited, um, let's talk about Nini and Marla's luncheon. So on one hand, you know, in episode four, we see her meeting with Cynthia, and she was, and it was actually like Cynthia was almost like, oh, Marla's really cool. Like they, mm-hmm. you know, she was really sort of listening to Marlo and expressing her side of the. Situation and that she wasn't dogging Nini in the in the media. She was just expressing her feelings about their relationship and what she felt to be true. Mm-hmm. Whereas Nini's interview, clearly she's calling Cynthia weak and kind of dogging Cynthia to some extent, personally, as opposed to just saying it's a breakdown and kind of how our friendship worked together or whatever. And because uh, I think she, yeah, she just she called her desperate and some other things. Mm-hmm. And so we see. Marlo meet with Nini and try to kind of be like, okay, you all basically both owe each other an apology. And even though it's Marlo, Nini does not seem to be here for it. How do you think about that whole luncheon thing? Yeah, um, I think Nini doesn't take advice well. Like when someone is trying to correct her on something or like tell her that she's wrong, she doesn't take that well. Yeah. But I do think that when it comes to her and Cynthia... If y'all felt like y'all were sisters like that, then when people continue to, like, make you talk about it or try to get that out of you, you could have been like, okay, well, like, I don't really want to talk about that like that. You know, like, you didn't have to bash each other. Toxic, like, come on. You have to keep saying toxic and all this extra. You could have given them the bare minimum, you know, and kept it going like that, but... I think Nini, she needs to keep going to the spiritual advisor because (laughs) she is not open to criticism at all. But I'm glad that Marla was like, okay, well, even if you're not open to it, like, I'm going to give it to you, you know? Yeah. And Nini leaving Marla, I'm like, sis, you are not this mad that you left her. It was it was it was interesting and funny because Marlo was just like I know we're not doing this yeah and she's like okay wait you're just gonna walk out and um so it was interesting that she was that mad uh you know and yeah I think she was trying to make it like 
okay, you keep saying I owe her an apology, but she did me wrong. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because Marlo was well, like, yeah, she did do these things, but you did these things, which two are wrong. And Nini is so caught up in, but I'm like defending myself because she did this or she did eight interviews. And I wish that the production team would really show us when Cynthia did her interviews. Because I was mm-hmm. like, didn't she do them like several months ago? Like, why are you even still kind of dogging Cynthia now? Um, so yeah, so it was kind of crazy, but it was interesting to see her get so upset about it that she walked out on Marlo. And I do feel like this is the first time that Cynthia's really, they've fallen out before, but this is the first time that Cynthia's really kind of bucked up Mm -hmm. and, you know, and maybe it's, you know, being 50 or whatever, but she's really kind of like in her, um, you know, feeling herself these days. So she's feeling like, okay, I can handle this. And, you know, maybe now that she got a man that's not Peter and not kind of, you know, messing up her credit or whatever. Now that she has a man (laughs) that is like, you know, really there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we we haven't seen how their dynamic is, but it's something that's in Cynthia now that wasn't there over these other seasons. Yeah. Because she's fallen out with Nene before over stuff she said to Peter and other things in the past. But she was always kind of... I'm not going to say she was weak like Nene did because then I would be dogging her. But she was always sort of like, okay, you know, and kind of just coming to Nene and, you know, and they were rectifying this way. So now Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see because I do think that they genuinely have a love for each other and it runs deep. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where that goes. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. And then also (laughs) uh, in this episode, we see we do make it to the Bailey Q. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so many episodes. Okay. So we do make it to the Bailey Q. And so there's this big thing between, and now we kind of see, and I think we've discussed this a little bit before, the rift between um, Cynthia and Kenya and how that's kind of starting to grow. So we see a little bit of that during her barbecue because she comes in and, you know, there's this whole discussion about bringing your babies. And, like, I'm team Cynthia or team whoever who ain't got no kids because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You know, like, bring a nanny. Maybe you have a big basement, but, like, it it was, like, a big drama between Mm -hmm. kind of her and Kenya. And Kenya thought that because perhaps Cynthia talked to her crazy on the phone. We don't know because we didn't see that audio. But Kenya kind of talked to uh, Cynthia crazy in front of the other girls. And that was, uh, I don't know, she didn't, maybe, I don't know, she didn't really tell her to shut up, but she kind of like. Almost, She yeah. almost did. And that's Cynthia's house. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a weird interaction. But, you know, in this episode, Portia brings her baby. And so, and the nanny, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we see that uh, Kenya goes to bring Portia the doll. And that's the big scene for that. So what are your feelings about how the whole regrip? Regifting went down and the blowout between eventually between Kenya and Eva. Um, Kenya was too much for me this episode. First of all, the way that she speaks to Cynthia, sis, no, like Cynthia, why have you not read her for filth yet? Because, like, because uh, she's been friends with Nene for 10 years, but go ahead. Yeah, so. but it's just like <laughs> everyone can be in a group talking, but the second that Kenya starts talking, she's like, let me finish talking. Like, sis, wait your turn. Like, right. raise your hand or something right. like you're in school. Right. But you're not about to shut everybody up. And I was so glad that Marlo was like, 
Mm-mm. You're not about to do that to me. You're not this big and bold at home, so you're not about to be this big oh and bold. Oh, my gosh. When she was like, you you submissive at, with Mark. You need to be submissive here. I was like, oh. But it's true, though. It's, She's so yeah. quiet at home, but then when she gets around other... She knows who to pick her, you know? She knows how to pick her battles. She knows who to get smart with and who not to get smart with. Well, I think this, generally speaking, I think Kenya's always loud with the women, mm-hmm. but for some reason, Mark is checking her. And she's, excuse me, and she's not, so, you know, so she's pretty cray-cray with everybody. Like, you know, she gets cray-cray with Nene. She gets cray-cray with everyone. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, she wants that family. She wants that marriage so bad that she's, like, um, she's just letting Mark She's not snapping back, or we haven't seen it yet. Not mm-hmm. yet, you know. So I, I totally agree with you on that. That it's interesting to see how she's, you know, the whole season gone with the wind, fabulous, right. you know, Phaedra, everybody. She was all rah rah, and now we see her with Mark, and he's talking her all kinds of way, calling her. Hey, we don't know what he's calling her, but it's not good. Mm-mm. And she's still like. Okay, I want my family to work. So it is very interesting. And Marlo, I will say this again, Marlo in this scene had a real sort of motivating, spiritual, even if I don't like you. You're beautiful. Right, exactly. Because it was like, you know, what are your weaknesses or or whatever? And she said she... um, or where things are make you vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And she mentions Kenya mentioned something about love. And it was kind of nice to see Marlo step in or whatever. And I was like, girl, you gonna get a peach or apricot or something, girl. Something. You, you keep going. <laughs> I am team Marlo all the way. Mm-hmm. Um and so what we do see here, this is cute, is we see um Marlo and Nini. Uh, actually, this happened actually before the the barbecue. Marlo and Nini have a makeup luncheon, or at least that's what Marlo called it, because Nini was like, "I don't think I did anything wrong." Yeah. Um, and so that's when we see um, that be Ivana or yeah. Ivana or Yo whatever Yovana, yeah. whatever these people, <laughs> <laughs> however she chooses to pronounce her name today. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of cute. What are your thoughts about uh, Yvonne? Because she also, Ivana, why, what, Yovana, excuse mm-hmm. me, that's what we're calling her this week. Um, what are your th- thoughts about Yovana? Because she also seems to, like, she's trying to kind of carry bones or whatever. So, because she, she mentions things to Nini and then she mentions things again at the barbecue. So, how are you feeling about Yovana? I have felt like weird about her since she acted up last season. Yes. Like, but she is messy. Yeah. She's messy. Because why, Nene, do you want to trust somebody that is going in between you and somebody else? And let's be real, we know she's the one that did the recording. Come on. Sis wasn't <laughs> even a good actress. She's like, no, who, who said that? <laughs> Sis, no, you are not a good actress at all. We know that was you. It's really messy. And I think that you're trying to be a friend of the show. But a peach is not coming your way. I don't see it. Absolutely, absolutely. Although, if you keep getting drunk, we do need, you know, we do need a resident alcoholic on the show. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe. But all right, you guys. So before we get into episode six, Danny has something great to share with you. Yes, guys. Before we move on to the next topic, we just wanted to say thank you guys so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk. We could use your help for us to continue to grow. Please make sure to comment, like, subscribe, um, 
be in the live chat. We love y'all all in the live chat. Give us a rating um, here and on iTunes. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV means so much to us here on this panel. And we thank you guys for supporting us each and every week. We love you guys. Yes, you. Yes, we do. And if you're in the live chat right now, if you in here with us kicking it, then you should have already given us a thumbs up. And if you're watching it, still give us a thumbs up because like you're already here watching. Just click the little button, you guys. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for letting us do what we do. All right. So episode six. All right, you guys. We're in the real world now. We back. We back. All right. Where there's a wig, there's a wig. Um, all right, so this episode, I was here for everything. So off the top, finally, we're getting a little bit more of Candy and her storyline because I was like, yeah, she's nice, but ain't nothing going on. Mm-hmm. So we see Todd and his daughter, Kayla. Now, this is the same daughter that he's also taken to the strip club. So I know they're close, but <laughs> an interesting relationship. And she says to Todd, you don't show emotion. Maybe he's just throwing up dollar bills and making it rain in the club, but he's not being there. What are your thoughts about that whole interview? Um, Todd is from New York, so honestly, for me, it was understandable. I have an uncle that's from New York, and he acts like that. Like, But you know that they love you, but they're just like tougher on yeah. you in a way. And um, I feel like dads want their kids to be tough and sometimes dads don't show enough like affection and stuff like that I feel like that with my dad sometimes I'm like okay sir like what are you doing but yeah with that I was like dang like I feel really bad I felt really bad for her and it was interesting because we don't really get to see that much of her on camera so I thought it was really kind of cool to see her and to see them sort of interact and one thing I think that you have to also keep in mind is that he didn't come into her life until she was you know until she was an adult so she didn't have those moments when she was like three Mm -hmm. when he was like baby you're the prettiest or whatever because she was a three year old so I think that he didn't have that time with her and so she you know I'm saying so whoever you know her mom and whoever she was with she never had that from him yeah and now he's like okay you about to be grown and on your own now i have to toughen you up but it's like yeah you also have to make up for that other part that you missed as well yeah and she compared it to like her relationship with her mom but like the relationship with the mom is always totally different than the relationship with a dad and you can see that in like candy and todd like a mom i feel like or at least my mom will actually, like, listen. And sometimes dads are just, like, trying to be tough, like, this is life type of thing. Yeah, and I think it'll be interesting if we see more of this, how um, Todd deals with the fact that he's very hard on Kayla, whereas Candy is sending Riley to New York, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and she's always, she kind of feels like, if I have it, you have it. And I kind of feel like maybe you need to be sort of, spoiling Kayla on the side yeah. because I don't I it'll be interesting to see if they show this but it's like is Kayla gonna feel like okay I'm still like the poor stepchild in the family and that's because how I feel like Todd is gonna be so mean because it's like yeah. Ace is gonna get everything because Candy's gonna make sure of it the new baby's gonna get everything but Kayla has to be ready for the real world meanwhile um you know Riley don't know where ice come from so I think it'll be interesting to see yeah. um you know, and I feel like I understand why Candy steps back, mm-hmm. but then after a while, I feel like maybe don't step in between Kayla, but after a while, you do have to step up to Todd and be like, look, this is, if this is what she believes, this is what you need to do to mend this and make it better with her. Yeah, Candy's going to either have to step up or she's going to start having to slip Kayla some money under the table. Period. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah have her magically 
she should magically get a Porsche very yeah. much like right. Or just like, be like, this yeah. is for you. Don't tell your dad. I'm about to give you some money, you know? Very, very, very true. Very true. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So we find out that Nene has invited Candy to lunch. Dun, dun, dun. Because I was like, oh, wait, what? When did this really happen? They're yeah. friends now. And it was actually a very nice luncheon. What was, how did you, what, and I think I love it because Nene put it in the best terms. Candy is the realest one. So that's the one you, you because it's like, I see you, I see you. We see each other. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that uh, their luncheon, you know, and, and Nene was real. Like, yeah, I want to hear the tea. Like, I want to, I want to hear the gossip. That's why I'm calling you. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting little luncheon. Yeah. What do you think? I liked their luncheon, but if I was Nene, I think the whole recording thing, I would have left in my back pocket because you know, like Candy's the realest one, but you know it's going to get around. So I would have yeah. left that in my back pocket. I totally agree. And that's what I too would have done. I would have waited till they said da 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 and I would play audio. Like that's how I get down. I'd be like, oh, well, yeah, no, I actually have a tape, mm-hmm. but I'd wait till everybody was there and Cynthia denied everything and then I would roll the footage mm-hmm. or whatever, play the audio. So, but that was basically, I think her point was to drop it to Candy so Candy can go back and tell everybody and that's exactly what she did. So the biggest thing on this episode, you guys, is that... Uh, we find out Marlo has started um, a wig party and or she has started a wig line and she has a, um, sorry, <laughs> she started, I'm sorry, you guys, <laughs> you guys think I'm crazy. Okay. Uh, all right. So we'll just, you know, we'll just close it with this, with the wig party. So everybody's sort of going to the wig party except for Eva didn't go, um, but all the other ladies are there. And um, Kenya has told people she's not going, but she um, she's told people she's not going. But we all know she bombed it. But uh, so just really quickly, what are your thoughts? Because that's where we closed the episode with on the wig party. Kenya was so disrespectful. Like, that's all I can really say. It was so disrespectful. And I applaud Marlo for being such a. Like, she was the bigger person in the beginning, and then I think it started, like, pissing her off more and more and more as Kenya was still in the party after she bum-rushed the party with the whole drumline band. Exactly. But yeah. Exactly. And then Kenya was like, okay, but how are you going to Kenya me? Then, no, you should just leave. Like, why are you doing this? And why are, you know, just just move on, okay? Why, why are you doing it? And it was interesting because Nene came in and was very fake and phony, as I mentioned on the top of this. And then Nene leaves early. And everybody, even Yovana, seems to have a problem with Nene's early departure. Mm-hmm. So what did you feel about Nene leaving early? It was like there was no reason for her to leave early. She wasn't even in the drama, you know? It's just like a, I think it was just like a Nene leaving, like making a scene leaving type of thing. Very true. Very true. And I will say this is that Nene was like, okay, that's why I really felt the Hollywood thing. Because when she's leaving, she's like, oh, I'm above this. This isn't my life. And all of that stuff. When, why aren't you trying to support your girl, Marlo? And Mm -hmm. you, you know, and you know that's your girl. And I get it that Marlo's grown. But even I think at the very end, Marlo looked sad. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, you guys. So that wraps up those three, <laughs> those three episodes. I know it was uh, like speedy bullets, but um, we will be full fledged and, and going strong next week. But um, so let's look at a couple of tweets right quick. 
So we're just going to look at two tweets and then we'll just go to news. Um, Zoe says she almost ran Yovana's ass the F over. Oh my gosh. She was not playing with Yovana. Because she, she was like drunk, move back from my car. Yes. So I was like, I told you, that one is very, very funny. She said, don't beat up my car, I will beat you up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> don't don't let this Bentley go over your toes, girl. Right. Move to the side. <laughs> okay, and we'll do this last one. Yo, th- Yovana thought she recorded enough material to bang on Nini's car window. Nini got her edges all the way together. Nini was not exactly. playing with Nini her. Nini was like, go in there and grab that edge control, boo, because I'm about to run you over. Nini said, you done had too many drinks, girl. <laughs> exactly. And I don't even think she had been there long enough to drink. She right. was actually the real Yovana. Right. <laughs> you know, all right. Okay, so let's do some news and gossip. Okay, so Bravo posted and said that Candy Burris has called out Todd Tucker um, for going out to the club so soon after their baby was born. Yes. Um, Candy has a YouTube channel and she called him out on that YouTube channel with him sitting there. She says, he pissed me off. Like, seriously, I told him, sir, we need to go to counseling or something because I do not like you right now. Apparently, he went out, like, very soon, like, days after the baby was born. Exactly, because for those of you who don't know, the baby was born in the weeks we weren't here. So yeah. the baby has only been been back, like, a week, I want to say. Yes, and uh, she said he, she feels like he's selfish, and when it's time for him to do late night hours, he doesn't chip in whatsoever. Sis. Yeah. All righty. And he said, which was interesting, he made some comments about it's because she has girl female parts and, and it's a girl and she has a coochie or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. You're going to have to get over it, boo. Okay. Yeah. And next, Candy introduced the world to her half sister on her dad's side. And she's asking everybody, do they look alike? I see it just like a smidgen. What do you guys think? Leave a comment. Yeah, let us know what you think. I thought so a little bit, but then I feel like if we all did the exact same pose and put our pictures next together, (laughs) we would look related too. But I mean, you know, if they have the same, if they have a half, if they have the same father, I mean, I can see them definitely as half sisters for sure. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's there if they pull their hair back. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us and being back here with us. Oh, wait, excuse me, before I even wrap up, one prediction from each of us. Go ahead. Um, I predict that um, Dennis is going to bum rush Portia while she's in counseling and it's not going to go good. Um, I predict that Nene is going to have to have another makeup dinner with Marlo <laughs> where she actually maybe buys her some Louis Vuitton or something because I think Marlo was really genuinely hurt this time. All right, you guys, thank you so much for uh, for being with us tonight. And come back next week because next, next week will be bigger and better than ever. So before we get out of here, Danny B, where can everyone find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at TheDannyB. All right, you guys, and I am Erica Edwards, and you can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in door, Edwards. Ciao for now, folks. Bye, guys. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.